Do you get so excited when a new podcast comes out because you know after you listen to it, your whole day is going to be better? And did you know that that comes out twice a week, which is actually quite a lot for a podcast, but it's only twice a week. What if you could have me in your pocket every single day of the week, helping you, guiding you, telling you funny stories, and just helping you to ace your life? Well, this is something that I am doing, and it's for very special people in my community. And if you are interested in finding out more information about it, it's going to be a container of ladies who want to work with me one-on-one. And I've put a link below that you can click on just to do a quick little call and see if it's something that would work for you. And I would love to talk to you about it. So go check it out. And if you are interested in having me in your pocket all day long, let me know. So I'm on this amazing trip. I'm sitting on the beach right now. And it is 4.10. My husband is playing golf with our oldest son. My younger son and his friend have just gone to like a an area where you can do zip lining and shop and eat and do all this fun stuff and he went with my daughter and her friend and I am sitting on the beach looking at the waves and living my best fucking life and I'm thinking about first of all I think I just had a shark tank idea just saying But I feel like when you get really aligned and relaxed and you drop all the bullshit and the ego and the stuff that holds you back, that's when you really start to get the good ideas. You start to feel really aligned. You start to feel like, why was I so stressed out last week? Why was, what was, where was the fire? Like, what had me in such a tizzy that I was worried about a million things why do we do this to ourselves and yes it's easy on vacation because you're relaxing and you're eating a lot and you're sleeping a lot and you're looking out at the ocean that never ends and you just feel really small but also you feel like you're just a part of this energy of the earth and the world and it's kind of amazing you think about it and I want to bottle this up I just want to be able to remember this when I go back so I'm kind of recording this so that I can go back home and listen to these ocean waves and listen to this wind and this breeze and know that there's so much more out there there's so many more beauties and there's so much nature and there's so much goodness than what's in my tiny little microcosm in Dallas, Texas. And one thing I also want to talk about is mom guilt. Like, my favorite thing in the world is to sit on a beach and listen to podcasts and listen to music and read books. Some are personal development. Some are about fiction and just plop and just get sun and here are the things that go through my mind 
oh my gosh, am I giving myself skin cancer because I'm sitting in the sun all day and am I enjoying it? Even though I've slathered my entire body down head to toe in sunscreen all day long and, you know, why do I want to sit on the beach all day? I should want to be with my family. I should want to go shopping with the girls and I should, what's wrong with me? Why don't I want to be with them? That's so selfish. Um, just shit like that. And I even caught myself, like everyone has been so sweet because they know how much I love the beach. (laughs) And so everyone in my family is like, oh, mom just wants to sit on the beach. Let her sit on the beach and we'll all do our own thing. But I still feel guilty, which is crazy. Like everyone has paved the way for me to have this relaxing, magical time. And even this afternoon, they were about to leave to go do this little shopping thing. I just don't want to go shopping. I don't want to spend any money. I just want to sit here and do something that I can't do in Dallas. And in my mind, the personal turmoil is, well, you should just go with them because that's the right thing to do. That's what a good mom would do. She would go hang out with her kids and not be selfish and sit on the beach and watch the waves roll in. And that's when I sit back and look at my thoughts and say, fuck you thoughts. (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to do. And nobody's upset about it. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not bothering anyone. Even when you, and here's another analogy. When you come out here on the beach, there's like, these are the two mentalities. There's a lack mentality And then there's an abundant mentality. And I came out here and we were finding a place on the beach. And the first thing I noticed is there's not a lot of places to sit. So I find a place to sit, but I happen to be in the middle of these three ladies who have 400 kids. Okay, I've been there. I've done that. Like when I started coming to this beach 400 years ago, I had three little kids under the age of six. And yes, I spent the entire day putting on sunscreen and feeding them snacks and letting them nap on my lap. And it was magical and wonderful back then even. But I don't have to do that now. And I, you know what else I don't have to do is sit in between these women with their 400 children who kept giving me dirty looks like I was in their way. So I was like, you know what? At first, I got a little aggravated. Like, why are they keep looking at me like that? Which, again, is another story. It's bullshit. They were probably like, oh, my God, that that lucky woman, she gets to sit by herself with her headphones in, meditating, reading books, drinking water, and living her best life, and not being bothered by 400 children. So I'm sure that that was what was going down. But in my mind, they were like, oh, she's annoying. She's in our way. So I realized get your ass up go walk down the beach and find another spot like and this is a good analogy for everything in our life like there are other alternatives to problems you don't have to sit by someone you don't want to sit by you don't have to do what you don't want to do unless you have to and it's like you know that's a whole nother story but I'm just talking about in our mind the stories that we make up that restrict us and keep us from living our best lives. And that was a story I was telling myself. Oh, I have to sit here because I've already sat down. 
Who fucking cares? Get up and move. Whatever. This is what we do, though. Or this is what I do. You may not do this. You may be completely evolved and so confident as a human. I feel like these kind of things never happen to my husband. It does not occur to him. Any of the things I'm telling you right now would not occur to him because this is just not how he thinks. Now, he has his demons, and they're completely different than mine. But I am talking to those ladies out there who know what I'm saying, which I think is a lot of women. So anyway, I encourage you to take a minute, pretend like you're at an ocean, and just realize that it's just life. It's just life. That's it. And one thing that I was doing last week when I was tizzying out a little bit is um, think of five things that you love. Your five senses. What is your favorite thing to look at? I heard this from Martha Beck on a podcast. And she's so brilliant. And um, I don't know if you know anything about her, but she has a, an amazing story about being pregnant with a Down syndrome son and everyone in the world was telling her to abort the baby and she had to make a quick decision and she decided to keep him and it was like the best decision she ever made and she he it actually opened up her writing career because she wrote a book about it and then she became like this amazing life coach she life coaches Oprah I mean come on like that's big But anyway, she was on a podcast and she told this story. And I think it's so amazing about how to get present. You think of your five senses. So what is your favorite thing that you can see? I'm looking at mine right now. Ocean with the sun glistening on it. Watching the waves come in and out. Feeling how small and yet how connected you are to everything. So that's my favorite thing to see. What's your favorite thing to touch? What's your favorite thing to hear? I love to hear my kids' laughter. I love to hear certain music. I love to hear the way my husband sounds when he speaks. He has this great voice. Um, What's your favorite thing to taste? Mm, I've been thinking about this one a lot. I love mangoes. I love nachos. I love a really good French fry, and I love fried chicken skin. Obviously, I have a lot of things. (laughs) And what is your favorite thing to smell? Oh, I have so many. Fresh cut grass, magnolias, um, Lalabo Rose 31 perfume, my children's hair all those things. So you come up with five senses, but not just five senses of what you're doing right this second, but five senses that you really, really love. They're your favorites. And it will not only bring you to the present, but it'll also bring you to a happy present. Why does your present always have to be bad and negative and stressful? Why can't it be happy? Do this the next time you're spinning out. I guarantee you'll put a smile on your face. I guarantee it. Anyway, this is just my real life quickie today, sitting on a beach in Seagrove, Florida, living my best life. And 
Another story about Seagrove I just want to tell you really quick. We've been coming here since Charlie was two. Now he's 14. So he's 12 years off and on. One year, my son Max was in football. Looking back, we were crazy. We were like, oh, he cannot miss practice. We always would go in August because there was it was a great time to go because everybody was going back to school. And we would go that last week before school started. It was amazing because nobody was here. We got into all the restaurants. We rode our bikes everywhere. It was amazing. Well, this particular year, Max was going to be a freshman and he was going to play football, which now looking back, hey, he's got a D1 scholarship, so maybe this was the right choice. <laughs> but we could not go on this beach trip because he needed to go to football practice that week. And I imploded. I became a brat. I cried like this little girl sitting next to me. <laughs> I, instead of, first of all, okay, number one, if you love a trip that much, you should make it happen no matter what, right? I should have a year, and, and we've done this before, like the, as we're driving home from the trip, I would book it for the next year. I've done that before. But I'm also lazy and I'm also not a good planner because I always think, oh, well, what if nobody wants to go? And then I put everyone else's needs ahead of mine, martyr, bullshit, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to hear all that. So this particular year, I martyred the fuck out. I was like, okay, well, I won't go this year to my happy place because Max needs to play football and it's important to him and it's more important than me going and sitting on a beach for a week. So we didn't go. And I kind of lost my mind a little bit. I went crazy. I was like mean to everyone. I was pissed off at everyone. I decided, you know, that I hated everyone <laughs> in my family and that they didn't appreciate me and my wants and needs because I didn't get to go to the beach. And what I realized from that is that if you put your happiness on a week a year at a beach or on Mother's Day when everyone treats you nicely, or on your birthday, and you don't cultivate your life every fucking day to be happy, to choose to feel good all day long to the best of your ability, if you hinge your entire life's happiness on one week a year, you've got problems. And you need to take a reevaluation of your life and figure out how you can infuse a little joy every single day to your life. And that's what I did. And I've been working on this for years. And it's, it's a marathon. It's not a race. It's every single day. But I've come up with some really cool things in my life in Dallas, Texas, that I can do every single day that bring me so much joy and make me so happy and make my marriage happier, my kids happier, my life better. And then when I do get to go for a week to Seagrove, to Seaside, to wherever, Grayton Beach, any beach, Cabo, shit, I'll go in. You just throw me on a beach and I'm happy. Any of those, it's lanyap. I don't know if you know what lanyap means, but in, it's a Louisiana Cajun term for extra. It's like the icing on the cake. 
and right now I am living some lanyard and I am loving it I am loving every moment my vibe is so high and when mama's happy everybody's happy so do yourself a solid think of five things that make you feel happy and then also plan that trip but don't base your happiness on it base your happiness on what you do every single day of your life and you'll feel so good so just thought I'd come to you with all that wisdom and I can't wait to share my shark tank idea because I think I've got a good one all right love y'all bye